Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministries' heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to the Trinity Godhead, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for another day we have not seen. I ask that you open the hearts of the hearers concerning your word in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Let the seed of your word fall on good ground to where the hearers will bear fruit in their lives. Whereas it will bring deliverance, breakthroughs, mm, Mm-hmm. and development, whereas they will mature in Christ. In the name of Jesus, praise God. And Holy Ghost, I ask that you give me the grace to minister what you have given me. All these things I ask in Jesus' name, and I thank you for them. Amen, praise God. We're going to talk a little bit about our mindset, because that's so important. Sometimes we can be inundated with the things of this world till we lose sight of what's really important. Those of us that profess to have Jesus Christ need to live our life as children of God. And it starts with our mind. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. I'm going to start off by talking about strongholds because we are in a war, whether you realize it or not. We are in a war for our souls since the beginning of our lives at birth. And except God intervene by our willingness to change our mind and heart, we'll lose. And we need to recognize, if we don't renew our mind, that our thoughts, for the most part, are governed by this world's system, a fallen world, its darkness and its ideologies. Now, what does that word ideology mean, anyway? It's a system of, system of ideas and ideals which form beliefs, principles, and doctrine, teaching, principles to live by, beliefs to live by. And all, if they're connected to this world, all which are against God, they're anti-God and in an antichrist society. So, let's look at strongholds. Let's look at strongholds. Let's go to 1 Corinthians, excuse me, let's go to 2 Corinthians 10, starting at verse 3. And this passage is where Paul is authenticating his apostleship and talking about the power of which he operates out of because people are looking at his life and how he flows in the spirit of God and they're looking at him from a fleshly standpoint. And he starts off by saying, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not fleshly but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5, casting down what the King James says, imaginations, which are reasonings in our minds. Casting down arguments 
and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So what is a stronghold? In the Greek, it's a fortified place. It means to fortify through idea of holding safely. Do you remember the, do you remember the passage of Scripture last week that I was reading in Luke, the 11th chapter, verse 21. Let's just revisit that briefly because this is an example of what it means to hold something safely, to protect it. And a fortified place, as you know, is you know, nobody's going in and nothing's going out. Nothing's moving. It's, it's steadfast. It's strong, holding everything in place for protection. But I want to say, remember, that if not careful, we also box ourselves into staying stuck and box ourselves into bondage. Anyway, verse 21, when a strong man, and this is when Jesus cast out the demon by the Spirit of God. And Jesus goes on to say, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him, speaking of himself and the power of the Holy Ghost, and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. In other words, the things that this person, this man was trusting in, the Holy Ghost overcame him, overtook him, and took away those things that he held safely and trusted in and divided his spoil. He dismantled what he was depending and relying on. And rendered it powerless. So that's an example of someone guarding their palace and their goods are in peace until they're disrupted by the Lord. And when we become a born again believer, we are to disrupt the way we used to think. We are to cast down imaginations and reasonings that we try and exalt or put a God, excuse me, put above God's wisdom and his word. Let me go on to, to finish the definition of <laughs> strongholds. It's also a form of protection, an argument, those things in which mere human confidence is imposed. And most times, that human confidence is imposed in the place of God and His Word. I want you to also know something else, that strongholds are usually formed early in life, the formative years like between the ages of one and six, through different avenues and things we've heard, experienced, and saw, observed. And our life becomes built upon what we learn because they are learned behaviors in those formative years, whether good or bad. And it's in, in doing so, it's hard to shake some things. It's hard to change some things and they become strongholds in our life. But I want you to go to 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, reading at verse 11. And it reads, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man or woman, I put away childish things. In other words, I stopped speaking like a child. The words that I use as a child no longer come out of my mouth. Because my understanding is different now. I put away childish reasonings. My thought patterns are different. Now that we've, 
our thought patterns are different now that we become a man or a woman. And we no longer rely on childish things. We put those things away. And so that's what God is asking us to do in his word. And as his child now, receive what his word says to us, how we are to live as his children, praise God. So that means, based on 2 Corinthians 10, when we read the word of God, we're not to present an argument, (laughs) praise God, with the word of God. We're to cast those thoughts down. We're to recognize when we're thinking either like the old man in adulthood or like we did when we were a child. The things we relied on in the old life or the things we relied on as a child. We need to recognize that when those thoughts oppose what the word of God says. We're to cast those thoughts down because they try and exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. They argue against the word of God. Even if we don't verbally say it, we're arguing in our hearts <laughs> and we're arguing in our minds and we need, to, we need to cast those thoughts down and bring those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to what Jesus says, refute the arguments of our mind, praise God and obey God. Another thing we need to look at is, you know, once we become born again believers, and we've really accepted Jesus as our Savior. We need to learn how to accept him also as our Lord. And that word Lord means governor. We are now under a new government. We're in the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God now. And we need to ask the Holy Ghost to teach us how to let Jesus be Lord. Praise God. Lord of our thoughts. Lord of our life, praise God, because this is a glorious way. Yes, challenging sometimes, but with the Lord, uh, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And I'll know about you. I wouldn't want to live any other life other than the life that I have and that I live in Christ Jesus, praise God. So we, we need to let the Lord work on the strongholds in our life. Because Jesus is preparing his bride and he's getting all the chunk Mm -hmm. and all the dross out of our hearts, out of our souls. He's restoring our souls. See, See, and and in Psalm 19, verse 7, it reads, the law of the Lord is perfect. That word, the law means the word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. Because, you know, in 1 Corinthians 13, 11, it is the issue of the soul. That's not so much of the flesh. That's of the soul. That's the issue of the soul. And we need to let the Lord, praise God, convert our souls. Whereas it lines up with our born-again spirit. It's not worth it holding on to our old ways and our our old lives. How's it working for you anyway? I want to ask the question. How's, how's the way you're living, the way you think, and the way you behave, your ideas, how they're working for you so far? That's something to think about. How about we try God's way? I know any time that I've given up my old ways um, or my own ideas 
and just bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You know, I never regret it. And I want to say this too. We didn't get the way we were in a day. We got the way we are over time, a period of time. So that means that we're going to have to read the word of God pertaining to the areas of our life more than once, more than twice. We're going to have to delve into specific areas in God's word on a personal level in order for the converting of our soul to take place. We're going to have to revisit it often because this, like I said, we we didn't get the way we were overnight. We're not going to change overnight. And in Joshua 1, verse 8, he said, and I'm just paraphrasing because I'm not turning there. um, This book of the law, don't let it depart from your eyes and that we are to meditate on it day and night. Let it turn over in our minds and our hearts day and night, all through the day, thinking upon the word of God that we need for ourselves on a personal level. And in order to know how to walk this life, live this life, As a child of God, a born-again believer of Jesus Christ, praise God. That's what we need to do, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In order to pull down the strongholds, bring every thought captive, and walk and live as the new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things being passed away, and behold, all things are become new. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purposed for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come, they that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.